Motivity people, thank you so much for tuning back into the podcast. And if this is your first time, the views, opinions, and information expressed on this podcast are solely intended just to educate you and inform you. And it's all based on Danielle's and her guests' opinions, research, and experience. This podcast absolutely does not constitute financial or investment advice, and the hosts are certainly not financial advisors, brokers, or dealers, because, well, you just have to trust us on that one. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Motivity Podcast with Danielle. This is Danielle with the Motivity Podcast. Check out my website, motivity.co, if you want to get in touch with me or just subscribe to the show wherever you listen uh, to podcasts. A quick update in the tech field, 5G. Internet speed has landed. What does that mean for networks? Listen here. We're going to have a show about it. We're going to talk to how do you leverage uh, that network and ultimately what can you enable uh, individuals to do from their phones or any other BYOD device. Uh, today on the show, we have an account manager from Cisco. So if you have any interest in getting into a big tech firm or working for a big tech firm, this is the show to listen to. You're going to listen how she broke down barriers. She networked uh, within LinkedIn. She reached out to people. She found who the right people is. She understood what it was like to work at a company and what do our titles mean and what do we all do and why is that important when you're interviewing and what is the basis to get in. So if you have any interest working for a big tech firm, this is the podcast to listen to. Uh, and if you have any questions or you want to get in touch with us, check me out on LinkedIn at Danielle Poe or just find me on social media. And if you want a shout out for your birthday or your celebration, let me know as well. Hope you enjoyed the show. Seychelle and I work together at Cisco. She is also an account manager, a different different part of our business, meaning that she manages a different type of client than I do. Uh, and I had the honor of meeting her through friends. And I heard about her amazing story and how she landed at Cisco. And I wanted you guys and the listeners to understand how easy it is. I wouldn't say how easy it is to be in technology. And you could talk to that, right? It's not easy, right? But I think you broke down a lot of the barriers, a lot of the walls to get in. And I really want to showcase, you know, how you transition from one major industry to another and just kind of give, you know, advice to the listeners out there that if someone was in your shoes listening to this, what what would they do? Where would they go? And where do they start? So take us back to the beginning um, as you started off, you know, coming from Turkey to the U.S., you know, you started off as an au pair. And I'm very familiar with the au pairs. You know, maybe talk a little bit what an au pair is. How do they get here? What does that look like? And then how did you start, you know, transitioning from being, you know, a pair who had a million things on your plate, taking care of kids, and then transition into the hospitality, hospitality industry? Okay. Um, gosh. So, um, yeah, so I, um, I'm from Turkey and I, after I graduated from college, I, um, anyways, I started working in, um, in, in, um, in Turkey in a hospital in, in their finance department because I had an economics degree, but I, um, I just knew that I wanted to come to America and, um, literally I had that, you know, um, American dream if it's, as cheesy as it may sound for so many it's of you. It's not cheesy. But, um, but so I had that, I had the dream and I talked about it. I, um, and I just didn't know how to get there. Um, anyways, so, um, so the best day of like, so anyways, I start telling everyone and I will, there will be like, okay, like, what are you going to do after you graduate? I'm like, I'm going to find a way to go to America. <laughs> and so I will like, I told that to everyone. And um, so anyways, I was looking to um, 
just tell people what an au pair family. is. Like, if no one knows, everyone just it's like, you know, define it's, an au pair. It's, 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 it's a program. It's basically, I mean, you know it too, but just, um, basically um, you go to an agency and then they find your family um, and then you um, live with them and um, take care of their their kids. Depends right. on, You're like, an extension um, of their family. family. You're an extension of their family. Yes. Um, anyway, so um, then I was kind of having a hard time because my English wasn't that great. And um, one of uh, our, my, our neighbor, uh, our, my neighbor's business partner was talking to her one day and say, hey, like my brother who lives in America needs an au pair and they can't find anyone like that they like from Turkey. And then so she goes like, oh, my gosh, like Sachel, like that's all she talks about. She wants to go to America. So they connected us and, uh, and then we just worked on the details. Um, and then I moved to Miami to live with them and took care of wonderful Jaden, who is now graduating, gosh, from uh, Florida State University. And then, um, um, so I, um, then I became, you know, really good friends with, with the family, you know, Janet as the mother and Umaid as the father. And, um, and I lived with them like three years. Um, but when it, and then after a while, I was just like, okay, like I really want to live here and um, and and kind of like gain a little bit more independence um, within my life. I move out, and I had a boyfriend who now became my husband. Um, and um, so yeah, and and so we wanted to move in together. And I was looking at like what else, what other jobs I can do, and what other industries that excites me, and. I have, um, I had another friend, Sharon, when I was kind of like going between of like trying different things um, from retail to this little accounting firm that I worked at briefly in Miami. And I was just like, oh, this is just so not me. Like, it's just like kind of, you know, punching numbers. And um, so Sharon was just like, Sachel, like, what do you, what do you want? Tell me. And I'm like, all right, I just want to be work with different people. I want to be on the water because we live in Miami. And then, um, and I want it to be like ever changing. I just don't want to do the same thing. Like there and there. <laughs> and that's definitely a qualification. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, I mean, we live in Miami. There are a million resorts on the water. Like, have you like ever talked about hospitality, uh, thought about hospitality? I'm like, no, because in my mind was like, you have to have a hospitality degree to work in hospitality. She's just like, no. And in Miami, my biggest challenge was not doing Spanish on top of it. And I'm like, they probably need more Spanish than any other job. She's oh, just that's like, true. I think it's opposite. Wait, how many uh, languages do you speak? I don't even know that answer. English and Turkish. I took some Spanish lessons in Miami, too, because... Um, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then well, I like yeah, it. that was only like a little bit. So I have a very butch of Spanish. She's not that great at all. Um, but anyway, so then I start applying jobs for um, in hospitality in the resorts that I wanted to work at and like for four to five stars. And I um, and I personally went on the you know HR departments and. Um, thought maybe I can just, I won't be just another application. So that was my game plan there. And so just I, went into the HR department and was like, hi, I'm Sasha, can you hire me? I dressed up <laughs> in a 
posted and I went into the HR department and I said, I saw this open position and I want to talk to somebody if I can. And so I, when I walked into Sonesta Beach Resort as the director of um, HR, his office door was open. He could see me having this conversation with his, um, at, you know, coordinator. And then he came out. He's just like, I, I want to talk to you. And, and he's wow, like, look at that. It's like, I'm impressed. Like, do you know, we said how many people, you know, show up in this office. Even sometimes in an interview with their flip-flops on, like, and like, and here you are. You just want to, like, here you are. Like, ready to have an interview. Just like, so let's talk. So, and then wow. he has, like, I have this position open, that position open. I'll get you connected with the directors because I think, I think, like, what you did is, like, I like it. And well, it was tenacious, so that, right? It was, it was forward know. thinking. It was thinking yeah. out of the box. It was not, you know, you weren't I just submitting mean, a resume that everyone exactly, else does. Because, because right. a lot of times you just submit a resume, you're just a resume, just you know, I had just zero, a number. You know, I had zero experience, zero hospitality experience. So I was just like, if I don't show up and try to talk with someone, it's going to be like um, they're going to look at my resume and see like, oh, uh, pair accounting, finance, economics. Next, you know what I mean. So uh, that was my thought process. So now Claudio and I had a talk, and then he um, introduced me to director of catering, um, Annette. And um, so Annette and I had an interview and then I, you know, with the food and beverage, met, you know, directors and so on and so forth. So I became a catering coordinator. That's how I got into um, hospitality industry and so on and so forth. And then um, in our orientation ended, I mean, I hope it's okay to say this, but, you know, um, it ended at the pool bar. You know, I was cheering with a cocktail, and I'm like, oh, I love this. I come back. Right, yes. you got the water, you got be the here. view, you got a great job. Um, you it just kind of. I had, it's funny, like again, like you just like visit it and you talk yeah. to people, and somebody, somebody has a way. Like somebody gets somebody. People help you, but people what I'm going to say it's just like people help you. Anyway, so then that's how I got into hospitality, and so I worked at Sonesta and some. Um, other luxury um, resort collection is now owned by um, Hilton. So technically, you're a guru for spent for uh, planning luxury vacations. Not only now in information technology. I was but... actually, I was actually more so. So I started in the catering. So I had like managed like like small weddings a little bit. Yeah. Um And um, and then I became an event manager. Um, and then. I was just and, telling the story to somebody else this morning. Then I, Sonesta closed. Um, oh. They wanted to renovate and make a, you know, condominium hotel. So when they closed, I had to look for another job. Then I really, really wanted to work at um, the Mandarin. And uh, it's like a very high-end hotel. Yes. And I didn't, and I didn't get it. And I literally like, I, I, when I, I got the rejection because they, they wanted to hire somebody from another five-star hotel. So that they hired somebody from Ritz-Carlton. Um, and Sonesta was like a four-star. And then so I was just like, like, oh, like heartbroken. And and then my other colleague from Sonesta, who already worked in the LXR, like joined the LXR Luxury Resorts Collection um, as a sales, salesperson. And she was just like, what are you doing? Just, you know, you, you need to be in sales. Like, come meet, meet my boss. We're hiring. And so that's 
And what How were you, why did you think that you would be good for sales? What about your personality um, stood out? Do you think like what impression did you make on her that she would say you, that, you know, say those words? Gosh, to I got to ask that to be mine because she's actually, she's really good at, she's actually became a, um, she, she has her own business now doing this coaching people. She's really good at like looking at people and understanding, um, and advising like what they're good at and what they're like needs to oh. improve. Like she has a good eye and like she's actually another inspiring story to interview her. Um, I would um, love to. She's actually now she, so building in that strength. And she created her own business now. Um, and like coaching, she's a, a, a she's coach. Coaching. She's a career coach now. Um, so yeah, That's amazing. Anyway, so that was um, so she. I don't remember exactly, but I think it was just. Like she liked my work ethics, ethics, and like I'm, I'm good with you know creating relationships and connecting with people, um, and um, and I and I care enough to to understand like try to solve problems and um, yeah. So I think I think I'm just gonna say they were the areas that she thought I'll be really good in sales. I think so um, too. So I just. I just start working at um, LXR. That's how I got into sales. Um, did you love so sales? I, do you, did you I love it? That was a great group of, I mean, come to think of it, I never really worked at a team that I did love. Like, because I've been thinking about my kind of work history because we're going to do this podcast. Yes, and of course. Going back my first job through my current job, I've always had a great group of people um then I had fun with I worked hard with together yeah so yeah, yeah so that I mean, was, they become like your second family right it's not only about where you work because you interact with these people every day you see them every day they see your highs your lows your your good you your bad you kind of like you know you cheer for each other it's like a great culture like yeah you cheer for one another like we would Definitely. like go up together we will have like I don't That's know great. like cool friend that like let's have a lunch out in the water because our office was in Florida. So we would like go to like one of these restaurants on the water. I mean, it was just life. Like I was, you know, I was just like, just doing this as a young professional. And I love the support system. I loved, I love that. Like, you know, we created relationships with the clients, but every project was different. Definitely. You know what I mean? Even though like we were on the, you were booking meetings and conferences. But and this was, was B to like, C. I'm sorry, this was B to B. This is a business to business. So you were helping larger companies book events. You were constantly talking to people, organiza yeah. organization, masterminding. Yeah. Not like you the know. larger event. Like in the, we were in, yeah, we were talking with larger companies on the booking their incentive trips. So they uh, were like smaller yes. because on the luxury resorts, um, they're really not huge. So our your bread and butter are the incentive business, like your high-end sales company or the user groups. And um, yeah, like one of our fan trips. And so I sold three resorts in, um, in, in Key West, Key Larga. Um, our fan trips was like, you know, we did a scavenger hunt in Key West with our like, you know, destination partner planners and <clears throat> for them to show um, like this is what your clients will be experiencing. I mean, I loved every minute of it. And then we moved to Boston. 
Um, it's funny. One of my from the beautiful were, beach to the freezing colds. Awesome. Freezing cold. Um, <laughs> it was a hard move for me. It was. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, and it's a different set of um, hotel sales too. So, so the, the city is, uh, or the suburbs is really more so on the focus on the business and trainings and education um, side of it. Versus I was more so focused on selling the, like a fun celebration events, even our yeah. training meetings that we booked, most of them was like some sort of divorce ceremony attached to it. Like, you know, nobody goes to Key West to learn about, you know, it, it wasn't, it was just always like a training attached to it, but yes, anyways. the training was secondary um, and the fun was first. The and then was always secondary. it was like yep. more so like companies telling their employees, like we appreciate what you do. And here's a piece of paradise we brought you, even though there will be some training, but enjoy, enjoy the rest like while you can. So, and that was we sold like, so yeah. So take us to, yeah, yeah. Let's, so take Anyways. us to, you know, Cisco, like take us to now. Cause that this, the way that you broke down barriers to get into Cisco and you got into the information technology yeah. sector is, is mm-hmm. amazing. It's, it's a story you want to hear. So take us there. You know, fast okay. forward, obviously, we kind of know what happened fast in the forward, hospitality industry. Working for hospitality, yep. And um, then I became, um, I started working for Starwood and Marriott um, acquired Starwood. So I started, I became an account manager under the U.S. account sales team for Marriott, which is, I had um, 24 accounts mm-hmm. in the mid-size um, in the New England area in Rhode Island um, that I managed globally. Um, I had a wonderful team and things were going great. Um, then Corona happened. Corona. Um, not the COVID, corona. the COVID, the first COVID, the first COVID, <laughs> COVID-19 happened. Um, so the COVID-19 pandemic happened and, and the effect on, it's very sad. The effect on the hospitality and tourism and yes. the, you know, restaurant industry is it's, it's it's more drastic than so many other industries, unfortunately. Um, so with that, but your you story know, business, is one to showcase that things can be done and changes can be made. So yes, industries change, and and I think that's what the point of you know this you and I talking and people hearing the story that you can make changes. It's not hard. So don't think that you're always stuck. You know, like as oh, as the world changes, sometimes you do need to adapt and you need to move. It is possible. Correct. So tell them. Correct. You know, yeah. So, so you know, just so because. What, yeah. So, yeah. So pandemic happened and I and we were all, we were about like 500. Um, I mean, so we were all furloughed for a short period of time. And and within that, it was a big shock. So and then there was a lot of like questions coming up. So to me, then I was like, OK. And um, a couple of years and when I, as I've been like in hospitality, I've been like thinking, okay, I've been doing this for so long, um, and um, and I wouldn't mind like trying something else. I think I'm I'm in a great place in my career that I could take a chance. But when you're in in something and you keep doing it um, in and out every day, you're busy, and you always like kind of push it back. So when we were furloughed, and I was like, you know what? This is the time I'm gonna I'm gonna try to um, pivot to technology because I really I really feel I really feel like 
especially then and now too, as we are looking at our lives and our society, how we are, you know, the term is kind of cliche now, the new normal, but it is true in so many sense. Like we are definitely changing the way we live, whether we like it or not, whether we want it to happen or not, it's happening. So, and, 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 and the technology has a huge impact on how we are pivoting in our lives, how we, how we are working now, how we are like having this podcast or how I'm working as a salesperson day in and out. Um, and, 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 and again, it's all about like where you meet. Um, we're all in a place that we're meeting with, with one another depends on where we want to comfortable of meeting with. So some, some of us are comfortable meeting in person. Some of us are not. Yep. So anyways, when I was looking at that, so it's all about, it's, it's available to us because of technology. Um, and, and I'm excited for what else it can bring to our lives positively. What other impacts are going to have in our lives positively as we are all more open to receive it, right? Like before, you're, you're, that's a good point. Person, like two years ago, um, having, if somebody told you, you know what, I want you to sit in your office at home and, and achieve your goals and not be on site or not see 90% of the time, don't see anyone in person. And you'll probably like tell your boss, like, that's not going to happen. Like, I didn't see my clients in person. Like, you got to go mm-hmm. out. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and you probably and like that about the too. job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now you're like, this is, no, this is how it works. But now, and then the idea of it was just like kind of close to us then. Like, now you look at it, like, because we're all open to it. They're, they're all open to like enjoying this, you know, advantages that we have at home and, you know, our DXs and effects and so on. And, and we are, we're all doing it. It's, it's all happening. So anyway, so I just wanted to be part of that. And to me, but tell me how then you I take like the job. So I kind of like identify some companies um, that I would like to work at. And for Cisco was the number one of it all. Oh on top it's because a there is so much technology itself or i love it about it um there's so many areas you can help a customer yeah and, and it's a big company um and it has um it has been the number number one company to work with i mean i you know all of us i reached i like read what the employees said about it and then talking about with other people yeah so See. I start saying to people like my friends and whatever, um, I have some friends in technology already. And then I'm like, hey, do you know anyone working at Cisco? This is what I want to do. I love being an account manager. Um, and then so last October, just one year ago, we were at a garage Halloween party. And one of my friends said, my sister-in-law is an account manager at Cisco. She's like, I'll connect you. She literally texted her right there. Oh my that would be great. I just want to know what I think it is, what they're doing is the same as what I'm doing at Marriott. Um, or is this like some completely different thing that I I think that I can't do? So um, she introduced me to Talia and she's an account manager in the select um, um, select team in New England. And so we had a phone conversation and I said, we were like, okay, I'm like, these are the things what I do and as an account manager. Tell me what you do day to day. Um, 
And so she and I talked for an hour and I'm like, and she was just like, yeah, we pretty much do the same thing. I just saw technology and you saw like, you know, hotel rooms and meetings and so on. Like at the end, like we find, you know, like we found where our need is and yep. how we can help the customers and um, where we can show the value, like financially and experience wise. Um, yeah. And then she told me Cisco is having, um, um, Cisco is having an open house for some account, you know, account oh. manager thing. Um, she sent me the link. So, so I joined and it was like, there was an account manager. There was like a, a C manager. Um, like Eric, Eric Nip was on the call. There were like some, some leaders. So they all talked about, um, and it wasn't like interactive. They basically talked about like why you should work for Cisco and, and what it means to be an account manager, blah, blah, blah. And so I linked, I like connected everyone via LinkedIn and asked to see if I can meet with them. That and was Leslie, smart was um, one of the account managers was on the call so she agreed to meet with me um so from there um we had a we had a chat and I told her like about my story and what I would like to do why I want to work for Cisco and um then she said oh I actually know someone in Boston um he's an he's a uh, regional manager I'll inter- I'll check him to see if he would like to talk to you then he introduced me to um Vinny Vincent Verducci, uh, who's no longer at Cisco, but he was, he was a great mentor to me. Um, and then, so he agreed to meet with me for 30 minutes. And heard <laughs> only <my> story, 30, <laughs> 30 minutes. And heard my story. And he said, I'm interested. Let's book another meeting this time for 45 minutes to an hour. I'm like, okay. Then he really like, that was like more so like informational, like. Yes, of um, High level. Um, interview type of, yeah, high level. And then he's like, okay, like we have nothing right now, but I'll introduce you to some other people. So I basically wanted to like meet as many people as I can within Cisco and ask a ton of questions to everyone I met about like what they do. Then I asked Winnie like, hey, can I meet somebody from your team? Um, and uh, ask them questions about as an account manager, what it's like, how it's how it is for them. I um, he introduced me to leader with Meraki, uh, Matt Shainer, and he had an open position available. Um, so he then introduced me to some of his um, managers in his team. Like my goal was to basically just basically prospect for myself and um, grow my network within Cisco. And I and um, and and ask everyone as much as much questions as I can understand how they work together, because it's it's a lot like when you think yeah. about it from an outsider. So it really helped me a lot. Like I, you know, got introduced to Jennifer um, then and she explained like how, you know, her team works and how how they sell. So I met some in the meantime i'm still networking through net, um, linkedin and asking people who kind of touch on technology in various ways um i got introduced to a partner project manager so she told me 
as a Cisco partner, how they work with Cisco. Like I was literally on it going all everywhere asking. Now, how did you keep track of all this data? Like, how did you, were you like had some crazy PowerPoint that you built or it was just all in your head and. I had, (laughs) so I had, um, I had my notebook and I had like, kind of like, um, um, on word document and I just like put like bunch of responses, notes and, um, um, that I had, and then finally I saw a job opening, and um, for an account manager, and in Boston, at the time in Boston, at the time I was interviewing another company, which I thought I was going to get that job, but in my heart I was just like, like I really want to work for Cisco. So on a Friday night, I emailed me and I said, "Hey, I saw this position open, yeah, and and I." And I kind of, do you know which team it is? Because it's impossible to find, there is only, it's still the account manager, Boston, great. Which team? You have no idea. Um, do you know, you know, who's the RM? Would you be okay with, you know, having an introduction? And he was just like, yeah, it's my colleague, Sanjeev. Um, and he said, like, he has a full bench, but I'll introduce you as, like, some solid candidates. I'm like, that's all I ask. So that Monday... Sanjeev emailed me and said, Hey, <clears throat> I can meet with you for like whatever 30 minutes. Hours <laughs> and so Sanjeev and I meet, and then, um, and then, and then he's like, Okay, like he heard nice, you know, we had a conversation. He's just like, Okay, I'll put you in the mix. And um, so here are the five people you need to book. But, but he's like, But well, you're always late because we already have like, um, oh, no. And then uh, I'm like, okay. So then I, that Monday, I made appointments for four, you know, managers to meet. And then, so I made it to top three. Um, then the next week, I made like, then that was the, like five leaders we met. Um, so it was like a lot of interviews later. I um, I got the job, but it was a collaboration for, thank you of like so many people and Cisco was really, I, I like they were really supportive. Like they, A, wanted to talk with me, B, they introduced me to other people um, and they shared their stories. I mean, there was just like, I mean, Leslie, like I can't thank her enough for this random girl was at the account manager session. And reached out to her and, you know, but she was just extremely supportive. And then she was like saying, like, Sachal, um, it's hard to get into Cisco. We just need to find a manager that is willing to take a shot. Yeah. And and, and you're a great shot. So take. I'm like forever grateful. Yeah. So and here so I am. How, how many hours do you think you spent trying to cultivate this job? If you had to think back. Well, I started networking. I started networking. Um, or how many months did it take? Well, no, I started networking in November. So November, December, January, February. And no, February, I get an offer four months. Okay. So yeah. that's a, it's, yeah. not, it's not easy. I mean, it's, this doesn't, they didn't just happen. And it, and it can happen just like that. I'm not saying you can't, but. A lot of times in life, you really need to put effort, effort. in it and research to it in it and um, really learn about it. Like I really wanted to learn about 
what am I putting myself into it? Like, I really, um, yeah. Like, I knew at one point in one of the interviews, one of the account managers asked me, at the end, you didn't ask me any questions. And in my head, I'm like, you're like the plant account manager I met already. But I'm like, but I didn't say that. But I was just like, because I've done like, so I put so much effort into it, like asked so many questions. Like I kind of already knew your day-to-day life in, 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 in like as a, as an interviewer in a way. Yeah, so I was just like, mental note, like always, you know, everything is, you know, everything, like <laughs> ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, and and then, and and I, I feel like, and then I come and I join Cisco and experience has been amazing because it's really is everybody wants you to be successful. Yes. There's no other way I can explain the culture and it, it hasn't disappointed. It's really exceeded my expectations and like what I thought um, I was like getting into. So, um, so yeah, it's literally, everybody has been, how can I help you? Where do you, which areas like, you know, you want to talk about like, um, even you, like when we met, like for the first time, like, how are you doing? Like, how can I help you? Like, it's, it's, the culture is so welcoming and amazing. It's just, I feel really grateful. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah it, it is like that, you know, you know, we'll start, you know, I've been here for seven years, so I've, I've learned a lot and I know a lot. And sometimes you forget that people are just starting out and learning the ropes and it's not just you know, you interview people, so you heard it, but now you're actually working in it and you need to build, yeah. you know, I know you're achieving greatness and you're going to build your own way of doing things. And I think that's what you're learning now is now we all have our own style. So whose style do you yeah. not want to, you know, take after, or what can you learn from that style? Um, and yeah. I, I just think that yeah. why, you know, what Cisco allows us to be is independent. They don't tell you how to do the job. They let you really formulate the job and, and you, yeah. you can make it what you want. And I think that's what yeah. you're realizing that you could make it exactly what you want, want it to be, but yeah. everyone has a different flow. And so, um, everyone has a different flow. And I think it just, in any job though, like I remember, I think that's, that's how you, like when you allow individuals, it's, it's risky to take an outsider in. And I get that. Um, but at the end, and I think by allowing to join different styles or experiences within an organization, I think, like you said, like it just brings a different perspective. Um, and I'm not saying like not all of the different perspective is going to be beneficial, but there's going to be something that's going to, it's going to, it's going to pivot the, uh, quick pro quo, like in the way you've been doing your business or the way you think this is the best way. And I always felt like there is more than one way of doing the same thing, you know, and you'll, you only know what you know. So like only way to find out the other way of doing the same thing is really like meeting with somebody that you didn't know, like watching what they do, like, or what they see, like they should be, this needs to be done. Or it, you know what I mean? It's just, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And um, yeah, so that's I, I Yeah, I, I like it. Way, yeah, I, I mean, I have, like I was telling you, like I worked with a um, um, career coach and helped me with my resume because that was like another thing that I- That's a key piece. Be. 
<laughs> I think to the people listening, like, that's a key. Yeah, like, um, and I send it to my friends. I, I I ask them to take a look at it and see yeah. in like technology to see if it's relevant, to see if this makes sense to them. Um, and when you're in the same industry for a long time, you use those acronyms. That was like the one thing John uh, John Bates's name was like told me. Like you get it, you know. It's like, what does this mean? What does that mean? You don't even think about. You don't even. Your brain doesn't even catch the acronyms that are on your resume. It's relevant to that industry because you just read it as is. And he's like, "What, what are we this? talking about?" Like and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" Like, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" You're right. You don't know. You don't know what Star Report is. Like, you have no idea what that is. <laughs> but we, and it's the same at our industry. So you know, we have right. our we have a we have a booklet of acronyms. Um, Seisha, yeah. we're going to finish up here. It was a pleasure talking to you. I think one thing like yeah. I learned is that knowing what your personality traits are that fit into sales, whether it's hospitality or technology, I think that's at the core, right? So you talked about being a connector, understanding problems, wanting to work with people, you know, and being out there, right? I mean, this is a pandemic and we're home, but normally we would yeah. be out with clients and talking to them and engaging with them. Um, I yeah. think you're a huge asset to Cisco. I'm, I'm having a pleasure working with you and interviewing with you. Any, yeah. Anything else that you want to add, like, you, you know, to maybe someone starting at Cisco, any last, you know, last words of advice or um, anything you want to say to them? Um, yes. One of the, um, the people that the leaders that I interviewed, um, Greg Wong, who's, who's actually the SC leader now on my team. Um, when I asked him on an interview, you know, it asked, tell me like a one advice that you would give to somebody that coming into Cisco. And, and, and his response was like, or like, why do you think they, why do you think some of them get successful and some of them don't? He goes, and he said to me, people who try to do everything on their own in Cisco, those are the ones that fail first. And he said, it's, it's, it's just like, it's a lot. So make sure you ask how we're here to help you. And I always keep that in my mind. And it is so true. Like, it's a lot to figure it all out by yourself. Like, and there are some jobs you can right away, but this company is just so many layers. Um, yeah. And there's it's so layers. True. Like, there are so many layers. So it's really like, if you try to do it all on your own and, and, you know, and, and have that type of ego and it may not work, but if you're like in more in the open mind and say, all right, I'm just going to work with everyone and, and get help from everyone um, and get their support and work as a team. And I think that's the biggest key to success. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Seisha, I know you have clients that are probably going to listen to this. So personally, I think they should all have a meeting with you. I think they could learn a lot. Uh, secondly, oh, you. Uh, you can find her on LinkedIn and she's under Seychelle Kaufman. Uh, we'll make sure we post our all of her stuff on the Motivity website. And um, it was a pleasure having you. Any, anything else thanks you want to take us home? Thanks for, yeah, thanks for listening to my story and I hope it will inspire someone. And um, yeah, thank you. Thanks You're welcome. Listening. This is Danielle with Motivity. Have a great day, guys. Okay. Bye.